What a blessing. The art of following. How to be successful in the art of following. You may be seated. Wow, I hope the lunch is working. I remember what Pastor Sam said in Ghana, breakfast is at 2 p.m. And here our lunch is at 4.30 p.m., which is not a bad thing at all. At least we are copying. What do you think? (laughs) Hallelujah. How to be successful in the art of following. Our scripture is Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. Do not be lazy, but be imitators of those who through faith and patience inherited the promises. Nine principles of following. Number one, you can be successful in the art of following by choosing to follow God himself. Choosing to follow God himself. Number two, you can be successful in the art of following by copying a man of God who is following Christ. Dances that's your duty tonight. What do you think? It will keep Francis awake. <laughs> Number three. I think what, what we're trying to do or what, what we're doing is that there should be some um, QR codes around the building and the compound. If you uh, use your phone to capture the QR code, it should take you to a place where you can download the free three books we um, spoke about during the registration. We are also copying. We're going high-tech. So you, all you have to look for is look for the QR code somewhere on the building, in the compound, in the campus. Use your phone to um, capture it. It will take you to a place where you see the three books and you can freely and easily download it. Next time when you come, you get free internet also. What do you think? And then we'll put ATM here so you don't have to go home and bring money. You have the money right there. <laughs> I hope them banks people don't tell me things that I don't want to hear. <laughs> we can't do that for church. We'll bend down the banks. <laughs> It's far. If you come and you don't have enough money and you want to spend money, at least you should have access to ATMs. We went to Panama for a, a conference with uh, Bishop Daigod Mills, and it was fantastic. You know, friend time, the people were walking around with point of sale systems. They come to you, you swipe. And when I, when I saw that, I became very excited. I <laughs> said, so, Lord, take me to that place. <laughs> Where we are taking offering in the church. I come around with a point of sale machine and you swipe. You saw you close your eyes, you swipe, and I punch the figure and you just type your pin code and it goes through. And the Lord blesses you after that. <laughs> Amen. We'll get there by the grace of God. By the grace of God. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? I'm sure something great is going to come out of Canal number two. Polda. Hallelujah on the West Bank. Amen. We have plans by the grace of God. Number three, you can be successful in following a man of God by following someone who has followed the person you really want to follow. We looked at Philippians 3.17. That was the point when we decided to um, take a quick break. Number four, you can become a follower of a group of people who are walking in the grace of the Lord. A group of people who are walking in the grace 
of God. I believe that the fellowship that God has given to us, the Give Thyself Pastors Association, I think is a fellowship of, uh, of a group of people who are doing well and following great things. Hallelujah. It's a good group. It's a good set of um, great men of God together, fellowshipping and having fellowship. I believe that anybody who um, is serious in ministry can join us and learn from all the things that all of us are doing in our churches. You can learn from anybody, you know. Um, my, my, my father told us that, you know, every day is a classroom. Every day is a classroom. Every day is a classroom. Every day in a classroom. I went to see a pastor, and um, the pastor asked me whether we just give things to them people in the church. I said, man, I mean the border. Mean the border. We don't give things to people in the church. I mean, it's something that I've not done all the time that I've been pastoring. So, she had some boxes, you know, in the church when I was leaving. And then, you know, the pastor said, oh, we have some things here, you know. If you're interested, we can give you some. I said, all right, that's good. I'll, I'll let you know. When I left the church, I thought about it. I said, ah, how come in my church we don't put rice bag under the chair that you sit on? What kind of church is that when you come, you can't get rice? Because there are some churches when it comes to harvest time or it comes to Christmas time, where you go, you see rice bag. Caribbean rice. And the members are excited when they see their rice. So when I came back, I, I, I spoke to my assistant. I said, you know what? I think we should try this. Rice and flour and pampas and uh, markwell. That's markwell. Markwell and Adam for black, black peas. And we managed to pull one or two strings. And um, people are excited these days in our church. <laughs> Yeah, because after all the preaching, the 5,000 have to be fed. So on Christmas Day, we had a small you know, bag, a hamper, and a few nice items. And people went to home Christmas, Christmas Day happy. Yeah. And the other day, I heard that, oh, we are getting some more rice. I said, hey, we become rice eaters in the church now. <laughs> This rice is becoming too, too, many, too many here in the church. But I, I'm glad, I am glad it is something that we have also started to do. I mean, for those who are interested. Because I have not done that for many years. And I think that is something that, as I again, I went to visit a pastor and I came out and I saw, I said, if, if this is what people do and people are happy in the churches, I think I can learn from this person. It's all he came in his work. I don't know whether you've gotten your rice bag in babies yet. Yes, Bishop. Were the people happy? Yes, Bishop. Or oh, you took all to your house? No, no, no. <laughs> it brought stability to some people. Yes. At least the church they've been coming to, at least the churches share rice. Yeah. Yeah. No, some, some church members are like that. If they don't get any physical thing, they think the church is not a good church. I disagree, but it's not my disagreement that will make the church work. It is the people's agreement. 
you have to become all things to all men. If it was left with me, even a grain of rice you won't get. I'll pray for you. <laughs> we'll pray, we'll do outreach, we'll do all the spiritual things. But it's not everybody who is interested in all of that. Some people like pampas. Some people like flour. Yeah. So one of my, um, uh, one of my guys who brings a bus from Grove every Sunday morning, when the Grove members were going, they were holding their bags. And uh, those who refused to come to church the Sunday, look how, how they, they're rowing. How, pastor, where's me rice? We didn't give you nothing. Pastor, we come and forget we own. I said, hey. You'd be surprised. There's a message I heard many years ago. The types of people who followed Jesus. One of them was people who followed him because of food. <laughs> yeah. And because of the bread. Because of the food. And, and he actually said it. He said that, you people, you are some way. You were following me because of the food. So people follow, come to church. Some people come for girlfriends. Some people come for boyfriends. The other day, uh, um, uh, some girls have some daughters around. Uh, all of them, a few, a few of them started messaging me and said, they said, Bishop, that boy say he like me. Bishop, that same boy say he like me. Bishop, that boy say he like me. And I was seeing the messages like that. I said, people are somewhere. You come to church one, two, three Sundays. All of a sudden, you, you, you want to pluck people's mango from their backyard. Mango season. No, not here, sir. <laughs> we don't sell mangoes here. You come to a church and you, you start liking a girl. Just two weeks you come around. Do you know who the girl is? You know whether she's a, a witch or not. Do you have any idea? Now, people come to church for different reasons. So you can follow, become a follower of a group of people who are walking in the grace of God. First Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 6. The Bible says that, and ye became followers of us. 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 You became followers of us. Followers of us. If you're a pastor here, you're not part of Give Thyself Holy. You should join Give Thyself. It's one of the best associations ever. Yeah. We are there like we are not there. We are there. We are there, cry. We are there, cry. We are there, cry. Maybe the difference between our association and others is that some, some, some people, they are giving money to come for meetings. We don't give no money, so people come for, don't come for meetings. <laughs> Oh yes, people, people follow ministry, people follow ministry for different kinds of reasons. Yeah, some people get money. I remember one day uh, when we the quarantine, Ravi, it was you and me, isn't it? I was with you and we decided to visit a pastor in the quarantine. And we're, you know, we're talking about why he doesn't come for meeting and all of that. So, oh, he, you know, if you could arrange transportation, you know, you get a lot of people. I said, me? Arranging transportation for you, a big man who's a man of God, to come to town? You stay right here and die here in quarantine. You're a man of God. You're looking for anointing. You want to follow a group of people. I should arrange transportation for you from the quarantine to, to come and be. What, what kind of church member mentality is a man of God walking around with? 
Unless you want something, you go for it. There's nobody who wants anything who doesn't go for it. Even the lazy ones and the slow ones, the tortoise, those who work like tortoises and do things like tortoises, you'll be surprised what they go for when they want it. And the man of God is saying that if you can arrange transportation, they can come from, you can, they will come from Corinth. I said, really? You stay right there. You never cross the baby's bridge for anointing. But it's not true because you see them around town for different private reasons, personal reasons. Oh yeah, one day I was very shocked. The pastor who said, oh, he's part of us. We invited him. Even the first time I invited him to come and share something in the evenings, one of our conferences. He didn't come. Then one day, I heard he is on the Eastman preaching in a church. I said, really? So which church do you scorn? Which, which meeting don't you want to come to? You see those things, you wonder. He said, you are what? You, and you became followers of us. It's a type of, of, of following. It also generates, it generates anointing. Oh, yes. Bishop Daggett Mills joined at the church growth uh, international conference of Dr. Cho um, in the 90s. That's even how I, I, I at the point we, we started the church in Europe in Absalom. And he's been going to the conference for almost 30 years. Yeah. I told Pastor Sam the first time I we went to Ghana, I said, Pastor Sam, this shouldn't be our last time. Every year we should go. Because it takes something. You're going to be a follower. You, have, you, you can't be lazy and follow. Going to Ghana is not easy. Yes. Remember, it takes, it takes some, some money, yeah. Some stuff. <laughs> it takes money. So can you imagine me, whenever I'm called to come, I just have to go. I was in Ghana in October. Yeah, October. And then in January, I went to Ghana for a two-day meeting. Yeah? It takes you one and a half days to get there and then you go for a meeting two days and you, you return. After two days, I'm going back to my country. Ghana is not my country anymore. It's fantastic. Following a group is also something you can develop as a minister. Number five, you can be successful in the art of following by becoming a follower of a particular church. Of a particular church. Of a particular church. It's also something you can do. First Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 14. For you, brethren, became followers of the churches of God which in Judea are in Christ Jesus. Followers of the churches of God. The churches of God. Churches, you see, a, a, a church or a group of churches like a denomination, it, it is the result or the product of an anointed servant of God when you see churches, like if you see, let's say, the Full Gospel Fellowship, 
and then you, you, you hear of the founder Mohabe, how he came from England. He started a church. We were in um, Haruni, uh, was it last year for a camp meeting? And we were talking to Jonathan Banwari, his father, all of that. We took us to the library. We, we took a special interest um, in, the, in the place. They took us to the library, you know, explained a few things to us. Went to see the father. Anytime I go there, I go, I want to see his father, who is oh, very aged and, and is not very so active anymore. Told us a, a whole lot of history about the full gospel uh, fellowship of churches. It's a good check to follow. Assemblies of God. Ah, it's a good church to follow. What else? The Wesleyan Church. It's a good church. Is it, you, you will definitely learn something, if not every, there's something that you can learn from the churches, the group of churches. Lighthouse Chapel International. Oh, there's something else that you can learn. How we use books. How we preach from books. How you must know the books. How you must be loyal. How you must be a, a follower. You can also learn something also. Oh yeah. Followers of the churches of God. I was um, telling somebody that. I was trying to explain what I believe God is doing with us. Just like um, Apostle Mohaber came to start Full Gospel Fellowship. And now we have so many of them in the country. That's how I have also come to start a denomination. So I'm like a modern day Mohabir. Because God, God does not cease to create the things that he's been doing. Like the Martin Luther's, those who bring revival and reformation. It has not ended. It is still around. He just looks for people who are available, who are willing. And so another group of churches in Guyana, the building of it and the, uh, the, the birth of it is, is in the making. And the time will come, like I've said, when I die, just find some place at the back here and put me right there. So when you're having meetings, I can come and just go. <laughs> yeah. Missionaries, as missionaries, you have to make no, you have to make it known what, what you want to, uh, what you want happen to you when you are no more. That's, that's something that my, my father insists on. He doesn't want problems with families. He doesn't want, when people die, that's when all kinds of people rise up. Come to fight for the body like Moses. The devil came to fight for Moses' body. <laughs> so it's very clear. As long as you reach the height of a bishop, you have to have a pre-burial will. Yeah. What happens to you when you die? Do you want the church to take over or you want your family? Write it and sign it and we keep a copy. Because you don't want problems. People say, hey, you said you sent my son to Guyana, you're gonna kill him in Guyana, and this and that and that and this and that. So me, I say, I want to be at the back there. So I can come for conventions like this. Out of after ministry conference, uh, 30 35, I'll come. <laughs> so it's clear, so that when I'm no more, it's not now that you're gonna have any trouble. It's all it's recorded even in his message, cry. He doesn't want to go anywhere. And it's being recorded today again. You can cut the clips and play. Ah, so even if he didn't sign anything, he said it power when he was, he was conscious. He can show you videos also. He wants right at the back there so he can come to church every Sunday morning. Something, even the pre-barrier bill is something that 
you can learn from. Even whales, whales, we are taught to make sure that we have our whales rating from the age of 40 or whenever you think you can, you should do it, especially when you have an asset. You write your will. Many people think that they'll be 80 years old before they die. You're surprised that your time here is like Jesus, 33 years old. And if you have properties, then you see that it's your relatives who are going to fight. Hmm? Jackman. How can God, the Lord, the Lord bless you, and when you are no more, then it's a fight. Yeah. I told my children, anything I have, when I die, they should sell it, divide the money among themselves, and they should galang their way. You are no problem. Yeah. My father died and left us properties. It's problems. It's problems. There are some siblings who think that they have a right to the properties more than you because you are a pastor and you don't come to Ghana often. So you are like, you are not a, you are not, you don't have any right to the property. Hey, if I descend down from my Christianity, we'll kill people, will. <laughs> we'll kill people for the land pile, kill people for the houses. Yeah. When I go to my, 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 my family house, my father's house he built for us. When I go there, I'm like a visitor. So I don't like going there because me want no corruption. You know. Like guys, I call them and say, yeah, right, everything goes, ah, right, I'm going to talk to you later. Like that. Me want no trouble. Because if I descend from my Christianity, I tell lashes will happen in the police bar. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so you can be, a full, be the successful in the art of following by becoming a follower of a particular church. One of the churches that uh, Bishop Daggett Mills admires a lot is a church in Ghana called the Church of Pentecost. They even have branches here. They are very wild. A missionary from the UK, I think in Scotland, came to Ghana many years ago and he started a church, the Church of Pentecost. One of the things he did was that after being a missionary for 40 years in Ghana, he handed over the churches he had built to a council. And then he began to supervise the church's operation from the people because he said that he was not going to wait until he dies and then see confusion from heaven. Because anytime a founder dies, anytime a father dies, anytime a parents go, there's problems. Somebody will come and say, he told me that the vehicle is for me. But he also told me the vehicle is for me too. 50-50 problems. So he resigned as the founder of the church and he now sat back to oversee what was happening. So he was watching them, how the people were managing the church council, and it's something that uh, um, Bishop Daggett Mills has also adopted. So like now, he's not directly involved in a lot of our things. He has formed councils and bodies and broken the church down to denominations, and he said that you should try something, do something. So like Guyana, we are the Good Shepherd Church, and it's a Guyanese church. And it's a, it's a council group of people here that oversee the activities of the church. 
Because he looked at that man and how he... And the church is successful. It's a church that is from Ghana. It's the only church from Ghana that has a branch here. And when I came and I saw the church, the pastor was not even a Ghanaian. The pastor is an East Indian. And I asked him, where did you find this Ghana church? Because I went to a program in the church. It was in uh, Blemont in Babies. West Coast Babies. And um, it was a women's conference or something like that. I went there to you know, talk about the books. Then during the break time, I heard Chi, my native language, gospel music in my native language. So I said, wait. Who is playing such a song? Lo and behold, it was a pastor. East Indian man. And I said, do you understand what you are playing? He said, no, but he likes it. He enjoys it. I said, where did you get it from? He said, oh, didn't you see the name of the church? It's Church of Pentecost. I said, yes, I saw about Church of Pentecost. It's a name. He said, no, this church is from Ghana. I said, you are kidding me. This is a, the Church of Pentecost in Ghana. This is a branch. He said, yes. He said, I've been to Ghana several times. I eat fufu. I eat kenke. I like Ghana. When I go to Ghana, I'm treated like a VIP. I said, wow, this is a real story indeed. And truth to what he said, it was about six months later, then I got a call. He said, his apostle has come from Ghana and he wants to meet me. I said, really? I mean, I couldn't believe it that an East Indian, it's not, a, it's not like how we have come here from Ghana. An East Indian man is the pastor of a church from Ghana. <laughs> that is how aggressive the church of Pentecost is with missions. Where they found this pastor, only God knows. <laughs> but they found somebody to start a church in Blairmont. They bought a building there. Now it's become a little bit of, a, of, of some issue, but they have kind of spread. They have about three churches around. There's one in Grove. So when Apostle came, we had a very interesting interview, uh, interesting conversation. Uh, we went to his, his hotel. We had a very nice conversation, fellowship. And then when we were, uh, they were coming to see me off, um, the apostle took me further and started speaking to me in our local language. He said, he's not happy with the man at all. I said, why? He said, we sent him money to buy a four-wheel drive so he would look a major man in town. He said, the man has going to buy one ram and a bus. <laughs> He said, he said, he said, he said, the, the, the man said, the boss is to bring people to church and the ram, at least he can settle with the ram, Toyota ram. He said, but that is not what we decided. The church decided that we want to elevate his, because he's our main person here in Guyana. And when we come, we want to see him, you know, flourishing and up there. The guy has used the money to buy a Toyota ram, small little bit one. As I've come here, it's ram, I'm sitting inside with him. <laughs> The guy has gone to see his own thing. And the apostle has come here, he's come to see them, and he's not happy with him at all. <laughs> In Guyana, you need a bus to bring people to church, man. Me, one drive, no four-wheel drive. I need bus. And a little, a little ram. <laughs> but that's a church that um, my father does a lot. He learns a lot from them. And, and 
is a church where you are easily transferred. <laughs> oh yeah. It is not something that we were used to, but now it's becoming normal. You'll be there, you go to a meeting, by the time you're leaving the meeting, you've been transferred. <laughs> and then you have 21 days to move. 21 days. If you don't move, it means that you don't want to go. 21 days. Then when you go, your wife has three months to join you. Otherwise, you are a missionary in jeopardy. You can give her a blow. Oh no, if you are moving, it's, it's, very, it's a very serious thing. And we move people around. Especially if you are a bishop. So to be here for 18 years, it's a strong man. <laughs> I mean, I said, I said, hey, God, are you sure? I mean, <laughs> things have come up, but somehow, it's like, somebody's holding my leg here. Is that, nah. <laughs> nah. I remember my brother who was in Jamaica. He was there for many years. He went to start a mission in 2003, 2004. He was there just about two years ago. He was moved to Colombia. So when he went, he, we were talking, he said, brother, you finish the cathedral so we, you can also go somewhere. I said, brother, be quiet. You, 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 you mind your own business. <laughs> but it's a church. All these things, we learn it from that church. It's, so, so you don't have something like a personal, it's like this is my church. We don't want it to be like that. We want it to be like this is God's church. And, and just like you die and give account to God, you have to be able to move around freely and easily. Not attaching yourself to any particular church to come and fight anybody. You become complacent also. And you are moved around, especially when you get older. Because really, when you get older, you can easily get lazier. So you see, at the age of 60, you are going to start a church somewhere in another country. Yeah, no, we don't go on pension. In our church, there's no pension. We die preaching. You, you can learn from a group of churches. It's something you can do. We don't, we, there's no pension for us. What is pension? So one day I should go to NIS and tell them, give me all the money I've been giving to you. <laughs> because we're going nowhere for you to give me no money. Hallelujah. Do you want to go on pension? Preaching? Even when you, are, when, even if you can't work anymore, you can just get a device and go on Facebook and sit down and preach. Oh yeah. You can preach all the time. You can say, oh, I've gone on retirement. Retirement from what? This is not accounting. No, this is not ministry of education. 55, they say, out. What are you going to do at the age of 55? Raphael, are you close? They're moving you very soon. So the increment, it won't, it won't, it won't, it won't do well for you. Because you are going just now. <laughs> Uh, I just saw the uh, GPSU warn the government. They issue a warning to the government. I don't know what they can do to them. They can because they were trying to cut the teachers. Oh, not increase. They were going to cut it. The days they use for the strike, they don't want to pay the teacher. Hey, okay. Oh, they went to court and the court said, no. Uh, if it's Africa, we'll burn Jack Joe's house. That, that's what you do. You, you go to the seawall and his mansion there, you set it on fire. 
He will pay you tomorrow. <laughs> Even tonight, he will pay you. <laughs> no, one of the things that I find very funny is how we protest in Guyana. It's, ve- it's very weak. Diplomatic strike, okay. It's very weak. Africa. If we don't like something, we don't like it. Especially when I look at the history after 18 years, the things that have gone on in this country. I see Guyanese are very peaceful people. I'm telling you. Some of the things that have happened here as I've been would never happen in an African country. Oh, you die. You die. They'll kill you. Someone will kill you. <laughs> oh, you die. No, it is so serious that recently our church we made a decision. There's a part of Nigeria where they, they are into capturing, kidnapping uh, foreigners. And we have some missions there in that state. Recently, we got some hints that the people were trying to, you know, attack us. So we have some senior men of God from our church who were there doing missions. We evacuated everybody. Because the type of people who were there, should they be kidnapped? Hey. Any money they ask for, I think we will pay. Because they are very senior, important people. So when we got the hint that these people, they, they, this, they are specialized, we moved all of them and we put in a proper Nigerian there. As for this one, they can kidnap. It's okay. <laughs> it's your own. Nobody will give you even 20 kobo or 20 naira for him. You can keep him for the rest of his life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, the missionaries who were there, we got in that people, they, they, this, this place, they are into kidnapping foreigners. Africans, 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 Africans are wild, though. That's why you should go to Africa. I'm telling the first time I took some people to Africa, we were walking on the street. You see, there was a, a, a young girl who went with us, and um. It's Guyana that I've seen the use of umbrella. In Ghana, we don't use umbrella. Umbrella is for chiefs. It's for kings. So if you walk around an umbrella, you are going to give somebody an impression that you are royalty. So Ghana, we don't walk around with... with that, that's what I've grown up knowing. So this, you know, Guyana, you know, them ladies, they got a little one in their bag. They got out of the, they, when they get out of the minibus... <laughs> oh no umbrella business is good in Guyana not in Ghana at all <laughs> Ghana we walk in the sun who is going to take umbrella um, do, are you a white woman you, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are hungry you are going to find something to do you, you walk around like that the white woman no so, so we went to Ghana in a group and this young lady who was a pastor in our church went with us I said today we are not going with any, we are going into the uh, minibus. We call it Trotro. Trotro. The Trotro can be so old that when you are getting out of your seat, it can tear your dress. <laughs> the seat, the metal is showing and all of that. So I said, I want to give you that experience. So when I went to pick them up, my lady got some white pants, fancy top, 
Jody, she umbrella like that. I said, girl, you are in trouble in this place here. So she didn't believe me. <laughs> Organized herself with the trotro. As we're going, and the dust was coming like that. I said, you see nothing yet. You wait. Then we go down at Accra Central. And Accra Central, people jam you just so. People, people, people want to pass. And then you go going, sir. You going, sir? No, no, no. So, so she, when we go down, just like in Guyana, umbrella, poop. So, then somebody jumps she. And somebody jumps she hand, and the umbrella goes. So, after five minutes, she just put it back. I said, I told you. I told you. I told you. I told you. Yeah, I told you. So it's good to go to Africa. The women in Africa. No, Guyana, you see, Guyana is a white man country. It's only black people who are working here and colored people. A lot of things here are white. Oh, yeah. No, you're, you're very white, oh. In Ghana, there's no noise nuisance from a church, oh. No police will come when you talk about a church making noise. No police will come. Why? It's a church. Why, why are they making noise? They are praying. They are singing glory to the Lord. Are you not happy about that? Nobody will respond to any complaint about noise nuisance. Again, it's a penitence. 200 times, the police comes 200 times. They say it is our duty to respond to every complaint. Ghana, you see church here. Now, <laughs> churches are so much in Ghana, so many in Ghana. You can decide not to go to church. You'll be in church anyway in your house. <laughs> I'm telling you. Because somebody has come to buy two plots of land at the back of your fancy house. It's a church. And there, the tongues in your house. And Ghana will do church in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. No, you need to go and see. Aggressive. And the women, they carry things upon their head. We don't do that here. When I came to Guyana, I realized that you can call for a taxi and you'll be in the taxi alone by yourself. I said, this is, this is America. <laughs> Where I come from, you share the taxi with four other people. When you see this, I say, go down. Go down. You fix yourself there. There's a corner coming up. And you pay. You get down. Like that. Here you call. Uh, uh, GI. Please. I need a car. South Road. South Road and Albert. A car come. And the car is out there waiting. <laughs> and you go, you sit inside. He said, driver, please roll, roll up the window. I want the AC. In Ghana, most taxis don't have AC. AC? Wait up, AC is your house, not in the car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rush hour, three o'clock. All the taxi drivers, they park their taxi. 
and they will take a duster and they'll be shining a car. You know what they're looking for? They're looking for uh, what we call dropping or chatter. Because they carry four people all the time. Three o'clock, they know you need them bad. So they didn't they carry nobody. They won't carry only you. They won't take you all the way to Pleasance and ask for big money. So when people are looking for bus and car, car park, and the driver is cleaning his car. And say, taxi? Say, yes. Where are you going? Pleasance? It's okay. 20,000. Say, ah, it's okay. Bye-bye. They wait until it's rush hour. They, all, they pack all their cars. Yeah. If you want, you join me. If you don't want, you try right there. And it's, it, it, there's so many people, you would want to pay 20000 and go home. It's too much worry. That's how people do business. But now, by the grace of God, Uber works, Bolt works, uh, Yango, and all of these things. So you go on your app, and then you see, just like Uber in America, you see the cars moving around. It's okay. Press this Uber. And say 15 minutes, your driver is 15 minutes away. And you see that Kweku or Kwesi is outside. And then you go outside. Uber is outside. Oh, Raphael. Uber? Easy. Easy. No, it's an experience. It's an experience. Yeah. So I pray that one day, you know, your pastor will take you to Africa. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. How many do you have? Six? Five. Okay, number six. You must become a follower of good things that the Holy Spirit shows you. You become a follower of good things that the Holy Spirit shows you. Are you there? First Peter chapter three and verse thirteen. First Peter chapter three and verse thirteen. Are we going to follow? Ah, following is not an easy thing, but that is what it it ushers you into the skill that you need for ministry. Amen. Yeah. See, if, I, if I look at Reverend Ben Floyd Ben like this. I, I, I see that he likes traveling. Anytime you're looking for him, he's somewhere in another country. <laughs> that, 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 that traveling experience has, has opened him up. I was surprised. After last year's conference, he said he wants to go to Ghana. Because I've been talking to pastors for years. Okay? 18 years I've been here. You see, one, one interesting case happened the other day. A pastor, a big man on the east side, west side, came around. The guys were working. We didn't have Zion Gate then. So he drove in. And then he drove, drove all the way here. And the guys were working here. And so, one of my boys was alarmed. And he was saying, um, excuse me, what, what can I do for you? He says he's looking for uh, Bishop Asabre. He said, uh, may I know who you are? Then he mentioned the name. The long and short of the, of the, of the matter is that this is a pastor who um, I've been inviting to go to Ghana with me for years. 
So he said he came here because he wanted to uh, get some information about going to Ghana. That wasn't true. He came to people. What are we doing here? <laughs> it's inspired. Because after the whole conversation and all of that, I called him and I said, you want Ghana information? This is Ghana information. We are going to Ghana. I didn't hear from him up to today. I realized that he didn't come here looking for Ghana information. He's been seeing West Bank Cathedral, West Bank, West Bank, West Bank. And since he's a, one of the big shots on the West Bank, he wanted to come and see, oh, really going on? It's fantastic. Well, I say it's fantastic. So you see, someone like Reverend Floyd, who travels, moves around, this, this, his eyes are opened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you are with him, you have to, you have to catch what is in his head. What he has me as well. You have to follow him to, to understand what he's, what he's giving himself to. When, when I went to Pleasance, and I, found, I always thought Pastor Shane was Guyanese. Until when we were interacting, and then he said, You know, we Beijing. I said, What? That is why. He's a foreigner like me. That's why his mindset is different. And I told my people, I said, You see, you have come here because my people were very happy with Pastor Shane, how he hosted us, how he treated us. They were so happy. I said, He's not Guyanese, he's a foreigner. <laughs> It's that, that there's something about him that you need to learn. And those with possession, what I'm saying, I'm not saying that to play down or to anything, but somebody from outside the country has another something to add to what you already know. And following him, trying to find what is in him, looking at the things. In Acts chapter 1, let me show you something in Acts chapter 1. Hmm. Acts chapter 1. The former treatise have I made O Theophilus of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. Jesus did some things and he taught some things. There are some things that if you were not around in the time of Jesus, you will not see that, you will not know that Jesus did them. Because if they were not recorded, we wouldn't know. And, and the Bible cannot record every nitty gritty, every single thing. The Bible cannot record all of those things. So there are some things it is left for revelation and insight and discernment. Are you, are you, are you with me? Yeah. So you need to know your pastors. Pastor Sam has, eh, Pastor Sam, he spent money. The man spent money bah, to go to Ghana. I tell you. And he went prepared with his wife. Hey! He's a big man. Bah. He attempted great things. He has seen something that those, who you, those of you who are following him, you have not seen yet. I see him do his believers conference. He said, ah! There's some, the man has something he's trying to do some things from, from what he has done he has seen and he's been exposed to it is that the onus is on the followers to be able to follow him closely and catch what is there oh it's a beautiful thing hallelujah how many do you have 
Six, seven, eight. Six, number seven. You can be successful in following a man of God by following the people they delegate and appoint. They delegate and appoint. First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 16. They delegate and they appoint. First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 16. American weather is, is changing already. It's beginning to feel a little cool, isn't it? Wait, you look for a jacket right now. Snow is about to fall. <laughs> First Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16. You have the New American Standard. The Bible says that um, be imitators of me. For this reason, I have sent to you Timothy. I've sent to you Timothy, who is my beloved and faithful child in the Lord. And he will remind you of my ways, which are in Christ Jesus, as I teach everywhere in every church. So this is not the man himself. He has a delegate called Timothy. And he's the one who he says, he will, he will speak, he will minister, he will talk to you. It's like, I'm not there, but he is qualified enough. He's like my ambassador. He, I, he, can be, he has been around me, observed me, followed me so much that I can delegate him to come to the church and do the things that I want to be done there without me being there. Hallelujah. 